0: I truly believe that we're not doomed to a life of negativity, catastrophic thinking, or anxiety. That just as we learn to walk or cook, we can relearn how to think. It seems hard at first because we're used to thinking a certain way. It's easier to stick to the status quo. Yet if we truly want to stop negative thoughts from consuming our day, then we need to slow down to give ourselves that grace. My name is Francesca Phillips, and you're listening to The Good Space Podcast, a show where we help you find peace and power in work, relationships, and intuition. Hey friend, if you're anything like me, you feel conflicted inside when you're listening to podcast episodes. You love taking notes and soaking in the insights and good ideas that come from listening to these episodes, but then you're also cooking or cleaning or working out while you're listening. And so you feel like, ah, I can't take notes right now, but I want to. We're going to start the paid newsletter. So the paid version of our newsletter is called the good stuff. You're literally going to get the good stuff. You're going to get interview recaps with insights and takeaways and action items and writing prompts. And then you're also going to get every month, mini email courses on topics like the ego, law of attraction, energy shielding, manifesting, finance, good health, happiness, deep work, all of those things. You'll be the first to know about new products. You'll inspire new things that will launch. And then you'll also get unique And really cool benefits for being subscribers, like asking questions that will definitely get answered for guests that come up and then other, a lot of other goodies. So what I'm trying to say is the good stuff really is the good stuff. And we need support now more than ever to get this mission growing and going. And we are so grateful for your support and know that together we can get this message of just goodness and love out there. And thank you and make sure to check out the link in our show notes and Yeah. We'll see you there. In previous episodes, we've talked about how to deal with negative people, how our energy can be affected if we don't learn how to create energetic boundaries. That was in episode 63. Then in episode 65, we shared a process you can use when a trigger response happens. You're in the thick of intense emotions and you want to process it in a safe way. We also shared how to create affirmations that really work in episode 37. Affirmations inherently help counteract the lower vibrations caused by negative thinking. In this episode, I want to talk specifically about negative thinking and a way to stop them from consuming your day. Negative thoughts are different from the topics in those other episodes in a few ways. First, they happen within yourself. Other people can't make you stop or start them or hear your negative thoughts unless you choose to share. When a trigger response happens, it's during a singular intense moment. Negative thoughts are consistently there. They guide the way someone views and acts in the world. Affirmations are great tools that help us rewire the way our brain fires to think new thoughts, but they often don't get to the root cause of negative thoughts. Thankfully, there's a tool I'm going to share with you today that will hopefully help. Laura Denke, my therapist in Los Angeles, created this simple yet powerful method that fits into the CBT model and taught it to me when I first started seeing her in my early 20s. We had her on the podcast, episode 14, to talk about how to better love yourself in a relationship. She's incredible. The process is free and simple and involves a piece of paper and pen. We'll get into the specifics after we lay some groundwork first. I started seeing Laura after I realized I may struggle with anxiety. I'd always been an energetic go-getter, but didn't recognize that the constant panic I felt may be a sign of anxiety. Even though I was a good friend and had a lot of people in my life, thankfully, I could get closed off, defensive, and opinionated as a way to push people away. I had emotional bubble wrap surrounding me. When I couldn't control things, I'd have this teapot effect of emotions bursting from the pressure inside. My anxiety hit its peak when I passed out for the first time ever in an urgent care room. I'll spare details for any sensitive listeners, but I needed something treated out of nowhere and the whole situation utterly overwhelmed me. And I passed out. After that, I'd have uncontrollable panic attacks when I was driving, attending events, and on and on. They're terrifying. You feel utterly out of control and helpless. That's when I knew I needed professional help. When I saw Laura, she later defined what I was experiencing as catastrophizing and that my body's reaction of passing out Was a good thing. It was trying to take care of me and to just shut all of that down. But again, it's scary. And I honestly thought I would be stuck like that forever. And I wasn't sure that anything she shared would work, especially since I hadn't had any luck with a few therapists before her. When her method worked, I literally felt like I was given a new life. We'll jump into how to use that pen and paper to your advantage. But I want to spend a quick moment explaining why learning this skill is important. It involves writing and documenting, so I know that may cause some resistance. I truly believe that we're not doomed to a life of negativity, catastrophic thinking, or anxiety. That just as we learn to walk or cook, we can relearn how to think. It seems hard at first because we're used to thinking a certain way. It's easier to stick to the status quo. Yet if we truly want to stop negative thoughts from consuming our day, then we need to slow down to give ourselves that grace to understand what's happening on a moment-to-moment basis, then have the patience with ourselves to relearn and redirect. I like to think of this podcast as a shop, and each episode holds within it some tool you can use to feel better and live well. You can listen to each one, test what they share, and then decide which one you want to keep in your emotional and spiritual toolbox as you continue on your journey. If you can promise me right here and now you will give this a try for two weeks, you'll be in great shape. Just give it a chance. Also, because this exercise requires writing stuff down throughout the day, I want to give you some options here. So I love writing by hand and inside journals, so filling in columns on a piece of paper wasn't difficult for me. However, I don't want this to stop you from trying this exercise. If you prefer a digital version, I've created a printable worksheet and a Google sheet that mimics what I would create in my notebook. So pick whichever appeals to you most. And you can get those through the link in our show notes to download it now. And you can follow along as you listen. Or if you want to just check out this episode, it's pretty quick. Take a listen and then see, "Mm, okay, I'd rather do it this way. So either way, do what's best for you. And of course, if handwriting isn't accessible to you, then the printable worksheet in Google Sheet hopefully will be great options for you. And if it's still not because of some needs that you have, please let us know and we can create alternatives for you. One of the first things Laura had me do was create three columns on a piece of paper. The one furthest to the left was titled Irrational, the middle one titled Truth, and then the third column on the furthest right is labeled Fiction. So every time I would think a negative thought, I had to write it down under the correct column. Then I had to explain to myself why it was Irrational or Fiction or Truth. So basically, you had to like categorize what your thought was, and if it was irrational, true, or fiction. And then the idea is when you write that irrational, truthful, or fiction thought down, you, in parentheses next to the thought, explain why that might not be true. So you basically challenge it. So I'll give you some examples of mine. And this is personal, so I feel like embarrassed. But this is like in my early 20s. So I'm definitely not the same person. I've moved on from that. But I'm hoping that it helps you to understand the difference between the three. Okay, so under the irrational column, one of my thoughts was, he doesn't answer my text right away, so he doesn't love me. (laughs) And then in parentheses next to it, I said, come on, it's okay. He has things to do, and it's better if we don't talk 24-7. Don't be so eager or jump too far ahead. It's all okay. Concentrate on other things that make you happy. Ooh, I was a little... little tough on myself, but you see how I basically acted like a friend or someone who was listening to that irrational thought, right? So I wrote that down under irrational. And then a truth that I wrote in the truth column in the middle was, I feel negative. That's true. I, I felt negative. And in parentheses, I said, it's normal to not know what's going to happen next. Even the happiest people in the world don't have certainties. Life is wonderful. God loves me. And I'm confident in the miracles that he can create in my life. I deserve joy, love, and happiness. So I lovingly and confidently invite them into my life. Great. So it's true that you can feel negative or you can feel embarrassed or ashamed. But what would you say to kind of counteract or work through that thought, right? And then fiction. So irrational on the left side is like, okay. There is some truth to it, but like the reason for it happening is irrational. So like someone not answering my text right away doesn't mean they don't love me. They could just be busy. They could be a lot of things. So it's an irrational thought to have, right? Truth is it's more middle of the road, truthful, but then it doesn't have the like exaggerations or the rationality on it, but it might be negative. And then fiction is like, whoa, like catastrophizing. I think that's the column I filled out the most because that was what I struggled with was catastrophizing and making things way bigger than they actually were. And so some of the thoughts I put under fiction is I'm a failure and no one will ever want me. And then in parentheses next to it, I said, God will always want me and never wants me to feel unloved. You're too hard on yourself. And if you've made a lot of progress before, you can do it again. Ooh, I almost cried on that one. Um, and there's some other ones on, like some other pieces of paper, but you get the gist, right? And another example of fiction that Laura actually texts me is if I play sports as an adult, no one will want me on their team because my parents told me that as a child. So I never played sports or even tried and can't now. So again, fiction is like, whoa, taking it all the way out left field. Truth is a little negative you know, and you can even like put thoughts across the three columns. So like an irrational thought is like, Oh, that person didn't text me. So they don't love me. Okay. What's the truth. The truth is I'm feeling insecure and vulnerable right now because of that thought. And so you can just break each of those down and then talk about and challenge them. And then obviously things that are like really exaggerated, really like, you know, trigger response, deeply rooted in catastrophe. Those are going to be fiction. If you need more help on this, let me know. But we have the downloads. We'll have pictures of examples on the show notes as well to help you go through it. But I promise you, it's easier than you think. And it's going to be more impactful than you think. So when I first started, I think I wrote about one thought an hour or maybe two thoughts an hour because you know it takes some learning to get into the habit of doing it. First, it feels like you're doing it so much, but that's because it's already happening and you're just now recognizing it. But then as I went on, the thoughts got less and less and less. And after a few weeks, I started noticing I wasn't writing any negative thoughts down. Then I realized it's because I had internalized the process. I was automatically and naturally challenging the thought and choosing a better one. It was incredible. It had felt like a big weight lifted off from me and that I actually had the possibility of a happy future because I wasn't feeling so consumed by the weight of these negative thoughts. And I know some people are going to be adverse to a seemingly archaic process like writing every thought down, but I promise it's that resistance and impatience of the ego that'll keep you stuck. This exercise helps your true self override the programming of the ego. And in two weeks or less of doing this, you'll internalize the exercise and won't even need to write the thoughts down. You'll automatically challenge them and pull in the reins. So I please implore, like give it a try and let us know how it goes. I know it seems like oh, a lot of work, but sometimes the simplest things end up being the most powerful. So I just, I hope that you can try it for even just a week. And if you're like, mm, it's not for me. Cool. Totally cool. I just know that like it changed my life. It's changed other people's lives. and And I hope that it gives you something of a benefit as well. And of course, if your situation requires a professional to support you, please get that for yourself. I feel blessed that this is a tool I could have in my toolbox that gave me results when things got tough. But of course, I'm never going to be like, oh, my way or the highway. Like Everyone is different. Everyone has their own way of processing. And there may be other tools and other episodes that work better for you, and this is not for you. And that's totally fine. I just want to help for those people who they like the idea, but it's the resistance of like writing it down that stops them. So anyways, um, so a few times over the years, I've had to bust out this worksheet and use it for a few days. So after that point, it's been like years and years and I've been fine. I still have negative thoughts, but I know how to handle it internally rather than writing it down. But there have been a few times where, okay, I need to take a step back here and, and write down my thoughts for a few days, get back in that habit. It's like a tune-up, right? So it doesn't matter how often I need to use it or when. The beauty is I knew I had a safe way to process and pivot the negative thinking I experienced. I felt empowered knowing how to positively care for myself and continue to add more tools every year. You too deserve to feel that empowerment. So give yourself that shot. Keep learning, healing, becoming aware and processing put different emotional and spiritual tools in your toolbox so you know you have them handy when you need them. And we're all on our own journeys. We're all helping each other walk home and just know that we are here for you and we are here to support you. And if you need help with this exercise or you want other ones or you have a specific question, please don't hesitate to leave a comment in the show notes go to the bottom of the blog post page and you can leave a comment or you can email me francesca at findyourgoodspace.com and we'll put all of that in the show notes so it's easy for you i hope that you have a wonderful day weekend night morning whenever you're listening to this and just know that we love you and want to support you and yeah talk to you soon now it's time for an affirmation I choose thoughts that support and uplift my best self and lovingly question the ones that don't. If you found today's tips inspiring or thought-provoking, share it right now on social media and make sure to tag me at Francesca A. Phillips or at Find Your Good Space and also weigh in in the comment section at findyourgoodspace.com. You can find links in the show notes. And if you have a spiritual or mindfulness problem that you want me to unpack on an upcoming The Good Space episode or an awesome manifesting story you want to share, give my podcast phone line a ring right now at 917-719-0867. Also, don't forget to download my free morning routine guide. It's what helps me reduce my anxiety, increase productivity, and so much more. The link to everything I mentioned is in the show notes. See you soon.